Good morning, afternoon, evening or night. This is Mackenzie from Ski Rex Media, welcoming you to another Ski Rex Media podcast. Tim is a bit behind on his work here at Ski Rex Media HQ and didn't have the heart to tell you that he does not have a new podcast episode for you this week. So he had me tell you instead. However, we came up with an idea, though not the most original one. It is an experiment for us here at Ski Rex Media. Reused content. This week, Tim has gone through and pulled an old live stream out of the vault. Do you remember the live stream? Neither do I. It was before my time. If you do remember, then you might have heard this one, and Tim hopes that you enjoy it again. For those who haven't heard it yet, which will be all but a handful of you, enjoy Tim talking about ski films. Thank you for listening, and on with the show. How's everybody Saturday for those watching on the replay or if there's more than one person in here and I don't realize it yet? The screen tells me one concurrent viewer. I don't know if there's anybody else there. If you're here, check in in the chat and let me know so I know who I'm talking to or what if I'm talking to anybody. Here's a quick story while we're waiting. This will be good for the replay, folks. If you are coming over from the little teaser that just went out on social media. I'm learning the value of scheduled posts. So I threw up a little teaser video uh, to tell everybody it's starting right now. Head on over. And, uh... Aha! Hope I'm not the only run. Ryan, I think you might be... You're the only one right now. Well, here's someone else. According to the screen... Oh, here you go. There's another one. All right, it seems like maybe I went a little, maybe I went a minute or two earlier than I thought. Um, but welcome, all who are in here. Welcome, Ryan, once again, to the uh, Ski Rex Media live stream and virtual operate party, which I'm still not fully prepared for. I can get prepared for it. Hold on. All right, now I'm a little bit more prepared for it. Rob is here. Rob and Ryan, double R's. Two R's, no waiting. Oh, wait a minute. Let me prepare my props for the evening. I should have prepared them before. So anyway, this is what I was saying. I, uh, as I, I filmed my little teaser, I don't know if you all saw that. The couple of people are in here. The teaser that just went out on social media. Because I have learned to embrace the schedule post. Makes it much easier. I don't have to work at it. I can just say, go up at 8 and I can start this at 8. And there it is. I, uh, I, had, I was brim forward. Had my hat turned around forward. Wanted to give a different look this week. And then realized that... Brim forward puts this here, um, well, it's Velcro to resize the hat. It's Velcro. And um, it stuck to my goggle strap. And I I was like ripping at my goggle strap. Like it didn't just come apart nicely, neatly. Like when does that happen? I've never had that happen. I've skied in a hat, ball cap style hat, um, or one of its various sub-genres about a million times. And I've never had that happen to the point where I almost destroyed my uh, goggle strap. However, that says something for the Peace and Pow hat. Uh, well-made stuff. If the uh, if the Velcro can rip up a pair of goggles, man. Not to say that my goggles are... I don't know how well-made they are because I haven't had a chance to try them yet. But I do know they're knockoffs. So, there you go. Going to be a lot of water drinking tonight. It is hot as balls in here. Oddly enough, it's not hot outside, though. That's how this room is. The room that you see, the, the Ski Rex Media HQ Studio One, the Lackluster Studio One, which you'll notice the uh, 
the camera has a little bit more area that it's showing. That's because I'm working on getting uh, getting the new back piece that I've been trying to get up for a couple of weeks. And now I think I know how to do it. Now I just got to hope that it actually works. Um, so there is that. And uh, that's what's new here. But it is hot in here. I, if I could figure out how to do this from outside, I totally would. Um, but that'll be for another day, probably. So we have four current viewers. Ryan has checked in. Rob has checked in. One like on the screen. Please like the video um, if you do. Or you can wait to the end. That way, if you don't like it, you don't have to. Um, you can also put a dislike if you want. That's fine, too. I'll get over it. Um, that way, anybody coming back for the replay or anybody who's coming now will... Uh, See that people like it, and uh, you know they'll be like, "Oh, if other people like it, then I can I can like it too." So um, they can get in here and you know have a watch, have a look, see. So I'm looking good. I can see that I'm looking good. The lighting's decent. The the uh, the 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 Ski Rex Media Shameless Plug Bar is up. Do I sound okay? Let me know if I don't sound okay, gentlemen and ladies, um, or ladies and gentlemen, dependent upon how you want to say it. Um, the way I did it at first was um, alphabetical. Uh, gentlemen and ladies and uh that's what we're doing hot as balls wish i could do it outside gentlemen ladies no real good starting stories this week usually i try to start out with a story while we're waiting for people to show up um and i don't have a lot of good ones this week um i am going to go back outside tonight and try and get you know some photos of the last remnants of that comet that might be something to see tomorrow because even if i get back well, even when I get back, I don't know if I'll feel up to editing photos and stuff um, tonight. So we'll see about that. But I can't edit this till morning because it has to process first, which is kind of a pain. It's getting longer, the processing time, actually. I don't know what that's all about. But I'm still an amateur, so who knows? Uh, what do we got here? It's just the five of us, four viewers and me. Well, that's a place to start. I hope you all enjoy it tonight. We are talking movies. I do have a movie in here that's nonfiction. We need to get that one to the back. Warren Miller's Playground, by the way, um, on DVD. But that is nonfiction. We are talking about fiction tonight because it is much easier. Alyssa is back with the Spanish. I don't think she's been in for a few episodes, a couple episodes. So welcome back, Alyssa. I hope you enjoy the program as well. Hope you all have enjoyed your day or enjoying your weekend. I am also, so far, spent a good, good part of the day, good part of the morning, Trying to scrub remnants of bird, evidence of bird off my car. That's why you should never park under trees or near trees where the birds live. They'll make you pay for it. Um, and I did at the car wash. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Stories while we're waiting for people to show up. Like I said, I don't have any, man. It's been a slow week. It's been slow out here. I did, I did fire up the Discord server for anybody who hasn't seen that yet. You can check that out on Discord. Um, Skirex Media, you know, put it in on any search bar, just like you see down here. And because there's another outlet, another social media style outlet, another place for everyone to chat, including voice chats there. All your friends here can, uh, Ketal. Too much Spanish, man. I haven't spoken Spanish regularly. Like, I've never been fluent. Never been fluent. At one point... I could understand it a lot better than I could speak and a lot more as long as it was spoken slowly and properly. No slang and no corner cutting, you know, none of that. Um, worked with a lot of, lot of folks who spoke Spanish 
um, over the years at, at the old Target job in New Jersey and at the Target job in Las Vegas, man. A lot of Spanish going around. People from Puerto Rico, Mexico, um, El Salvador, Argentina, Spain, um, Colombia. Um, is that everybody? That might be everybody I've worked with. Every nationality I'm going to work with that's predominantly Spanish speaking. So you, you tend, it, it, they say the best way to learn a language is through immersion. You know, immerse yourself in it. Um, and that's about as close as I came, man. It's high school. I studied French because Quebec's right up there. But I'll be damned if I remember it. I remember any of it. So there you go. Uh, for the two who are speaking a couple words of Spanish, if you can actually speak more, that's fine too. You can write it and maybe I'll get it. If I can't, I'll say, hey, you want to translate that? Do you? But maybe you don't. I don't know. So we're up to six concurrent viewers. That's about our average. Are we ready to start? Who's ready to start? Do you have your popcorn and, and, and your and your and your goobers and your raisinets? How about how about then ski rests masks? Shameless plug. Have you all seen the masks? Tell the statue story. Okay. Two things here. Number one, the statue story is not for Ski Rex Media. It will be one day, but I have to figure out a way to tie it in um, because that's a geocaching story. And it's funny that you bring that up because this is the second time today the statue story has been brought up. The second time. The statue story, and I know Ski Rex Media fans really don't know it. This is a story that's um, all of my closest friends and the geocaching people um you know, and while there has been geoca geocaching, a very small geocaching component to Skirex Media, um, I've never really gotten into it, which is why the statue story has never come up. The statue story, however, as you can see, is a fan favorite. Um, I have told this story about a million times over the years, um, and like I said, even today, this is now the second time the statue story has been referenced. Um, so there you go. Uh, there you go. It's popular. If we can get it, we, if we can get it in, I'll tease that now. Keep it in mind for all of you. Maybe one day we'll get the, I'll just get the statue story out for the fun of it. Now, number two, Rob, bringing up the Ski Rex Media Masks. Have you seen the Ski Rex Media Masks yet? You know, one of the things I should start doing during the live stream is, is doing small little shameless plug bumps Maybe even little commercials. I've been kind of saving that for when Ski Rex Media gets corporate sponsorship. You know, cutting that stuff together and trying to be creative in that way. Because let's be honest, my creativity has been balls lately. Even with news stories, it's like, ugh, everything I write sucks. But, the Ski Rex Media masks. Now, Bridget who brought up the statue story, who, who uh, came in right under Rob there, who brought up the mats. I can tie them together this way. Vermont will have a mask order coming up here in one week. One week's time. Um, I will probably wear a mask for next week's um, Ski Rex Media uh, live stream and virtual operate party because that's when the masks start. Um, we have to wear them everywhere as people in other places have to wear them everywhere. It's It's a statewide thing. Which is fine. Um, the funny thing about it is in Vermont, how often do you really interact with other people except in the places where they're already wearing masks? That's it. Um, so there really isn't a stretch for us. That's the wonders. You know, people say, in times of trouble, run for the hills. We're already here, man. It's a wonderful place to be. Uh, but anyway, if you have the masks, 
if you have to have the mask or if you want to have the mask and everybody's building up a collection. I have two. They look almost exactly the same except they're both handmade and both different designs, different styles. Um, if you need them and you're adding to your collection, like I said, I have two, but I'm going to have more shortly because there are Ski Rex Media masks available at the merch shop. Where is that? That is here on the thing. It's not a link. I don't know how to put clickable links on screen. I don't think that's even possible. But if you go down in the description, there's a link. And I just saw myself on the screen that I my I tried to point at the Ski Rex Media merch uh, shop uh, uh, URL up here on the bar. My hand was way out of frame. Ugh. Uh, but head on down to the description or just go to uh, skirexmedia.threadless.com and you can get masks of the three current designs, the three current Skirex Media designs, the Skirex Media logo, which you see right here also from the merch shop, um, the Skirex Media danger sign. Um, that was my shot at all the lawsuits that came out back to back there um, that were kind of unnecessary. And then there is also the um, Welcome to Vermont sign, um, which is, you know, Tim is from Vermont. He's in Vermont, so welcome to Vermont. It's based on the uh, Welcome to Vermont signs that are at the borders on the interstates. They are on masks. You can have Ski Rex Media on a mask covering your face. Um, check that out. No one, although one has been bought, it has not been delivered yet. It was just recent, and I know that the merch that that website they're taking a little, they're taking their sweet time sending stuff out. I'm still waiting for something. Um, so I apologize on their behalf. Hopefully, as whatever you know, wherever their distributor and printer is, maybe they need more help because of COVID. I don't know. Um, but hopefully they'll start getting the stuff out. Oh, don't get me started on the lawsuits. We could talk about lawsuits. We're not going to get you started, but that's where I, that was just where the, uh, the idea for the warning sign came from. Um, because it seemed like the warning sign just states the obvious to me, you know, <laughs> winter sports are dangerous. Don't be stupid. And because you ran into something does not make the ski resort negligent. Um, yeah, we won't get started on that. We'll do that another day. We'll do that when we do a negative day. Remember, remember uh, which live stream was it? It was early on. It was like the fourth or fifth one, maybe, where we were just all negative, like just the shit we hate. We went nuts. It was great. Um, yeah, but check out this merch shop. All kinds of merch. Definitely masks out now, and you know we're people are needing them in different places. You know, you might need them. You might need more than one. You want to add to your collection? Why not make it a Ski Rex Media mask with the Ski Rex mo uh, logo? Hashtag shameless plug. Push the name. Drive the name. Let's get more popular and get more people in on this live stream, actually. Alyssa, shit, Ski Rex Media Mass, I'm down. Gotta add to my Blackstrap collection. Okay, let me ask a quick question. What do you mean exactly by Blackstrap collection? I've seen you reference it before, and to me it just looks like a regular mask. Um, it, it, but when you say Blackstrap collection, that kind of sounds like it's a sexy mask. Like, Blackstrap Collection sounds like something you'd see in the Victoria's Secret catalog. Now, is that the deal? Because I don't know shit about fashion. I don't know shit about clothing. I wear t-shirts and jeans or shorts. That's what I wear. But I like where your head is at about being down for some Ski Rex Media mask. So go ahead, Alyssa. Check that out on the uh, Ski Rex Media uh, merch shop. SkiRexMedia.Threadless.com. Link in the description for anyone who is new. Um, I have like six of them. That's a pretty good collection. 
people's collections are going up, man. People have almost as many masks as they have with uh, um, t-shirts and, and other things, man. It's 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 going up. But you gotta you gotta stay coordinated, man. That's the only thing I know about fashion is you gotta be coordinated. You have to have this to go with that to go with something else. The shirt has to match the shoes, has to match the pants, has to match the sunglasses or regular glasses if you wear them, has to match the hat. I never match the hat. I don't have anything else that would match this hat, this blue camo, uh, Arctic camo hat. Um, so anyway, I don't know if Rob, okay, it's the brand. <laughs> I've never heard of the Blackstrap brand. I swear to you. It's a brand I've never, ever heard of. Um, I hope you like the, I hope, I hope the Victoria's Secret joke was good. I hope a couple of you chuckled at it at least, but I've actually never heard of the brand. Um, never heard of them. Um, but that's okay. There's so many brands of things out there now. So many brands, like actual brands. Like there is branded logo, you know, stuff for Ski Rex Media, sure. But I'm not a manufacturer, obviously. The, the, these different shirts are made by something and someone prints them out. Um, it's not like an actual clothing brand. Or gear brand or other manufacturer. Peace and Pow hat. It's made by Peace and Pow. Um, they're an actual thing you know they're an actual you know it's not just merch for them that is that they do um you know gear so there you go um i don't know nothing about it and there's so many out there now like i said i can't keep up with them people are like what do you think of this brand i'm like dude what have they been out for five minutes i've never even heard of them they're in oregon i had a ton of their stuff before the virus and now you have more because of the virus so there you go so get your black strap mask. Shout out to Black Strap if you're looking for, you know, corporate partnership or whatever. I'm right here. Um, definitely for sale to the highest bidder. Don't lie about it. Believe it. I believe in legalized prostitution. You want your name on my shit and you're willing to pay for it? I'm there, baby. Um, anyway, let's see. So we have some people come in, some people bounce out. I don't know. I never know how many people are actually in here. Although, so the concurrent viewers I'm learning is just a, is more of an average than anything else. So let's go ahead and get this opera party started. What do you say? Let us talk about movies, fiction movies. Mind you, we are not talking about Warren Miller films. We're not talking about level one and TGR and matchstick and Nimbus. My favorite films come from Nimbus Independent non-fiction non-fiction Eric Pollard films uh we're definitely being we're talking fiction tonight and I have a few over here to my right finally I know we've been going for 20 minutes and I've are now just getting to the getting to the point here well I like to make sure people are in here um there shall be no mention of downhill you can talk downhill you can talk about it um but don't get confused because some people say, why would you laugh at something like that? I'm like, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at this. You know, I'm laughing at Out Cold. You know, if you've never seen this one, this is a good one. I like Out Cold. This is one of the more modern ones. Um, well, more modern. This was 2005, right? Uh, where is it? Oh, my God. Where's the copyright date on this? Huh? Ain't that something? I don't even know. Got to go find it on the inside, which I can barely see in the bright light. Pretty sure it was 2005 at any rate. So that's how long ago that was. So I could say pretty modern, but that really makes no sense. Um, I think, though, Better Off Dead? 
bro. <laughs> there it is. Better off dead. I have classics, man. I have classics. I have classics. There is one um, that I would like to bring up, and I want to start with this one. I want to start with this one because I want to shout out to our good friends at Killington. I love Killington. Uh, one of my favorite places to ski and ride. And this one I found. This is one I found. It is not a good movie. By saying not a good movie, I mean it was probably not the best made. Okay, so let's do it. Let's, let's do this. I don't believe in um, Stick with Cusack, Better Off Dead, Hot Tub Time Sheet, and Ski Patrol. I have Ski Patrol on digital. I don't have a hard copy DVD of that. I have that on digital. And because with digital, I was able to get a new, get it um, uh, reformatted, remastered into HD. So that's why I have Ski Patrol on the digital. So I can't, I can't hold that one up. But Ski Patrol was one of the earliest comedies that I saw nonfiction ski films. I mean, think about Ski Patrol is old, man. That was 1989. So I was about 10 or 11 years old when I first saw it, you know. And, um, man, Ski Patrol was great back when, uh, George Lopez, very early movie for George Lopez. Um, who else was in there? T TK Carter. He was, he was on TV most of the time then, man. Um, Roger Rose. Was that you said, Ryan? <laughs> was that you said? <laughs> I got him, man. Don't name off too many more because I only have a few on DVD. I, I've moved up to the digital era. Um, I like the digital films now. Um, I do also have Aspen Extreme over here. I have a DVD, one called Snowboard Academy with Jim Varney. Never watched it. Extreme Ops. Extreme Ops. All right. We're going so quick now. The movie's coming out. I'm losing my set, my, 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 where I'm saying here. So I was, we were, I was in, okay. Let's go back to the beginning here. Tim, Tim got confused. It's all right. We'll talk about the ones we know here in a minute. Ski school, I don't have. Um, Chinese downhill is the only way. Magic Mountain here in Vermont does a Chinese downhill. Can we even say that? Is that even allowed to say anymore, Chinese downhill? I mean, not a lot of people. I mean, let's be honest. Outside the ski movie um, fan fandom, you know, this isn't, this isn't the most well-known movie. Um and it's fine. No, oh, I left the twelve ninety five price sticker on it. Who knew? Um, yeah, it's a fine movie, but it was also made in what? God, I can't remember when this one was either. 80, 80 what? Eighty three. So eighty three. You could get away with saying Chinese downhill. Can we get away with that now? I've just said it rapid fire like eight times. But anyway, Magic Mountain here in Vermont does a Chinese hill style, uh, Chinese downhill style race. Um, I was I was gonna go to it this year and check it out, but it it got. I think it got scrubbed. It was like one week after all the mountains shut down was when it was scheduled. So it got scrubbed pretty quick. Um, but anyway, Chinese downhill is the only way. But the other way, and again, I wanted to start with the one we don't know. Um, <laughs> the whole movie couldn't be made today. It really can't. Actually, a few of these can't. Out Cold 2005, there's some jokes in there that push the lines of you know, whatever. I also have Aspen Extreme over here, which is not a comedy, obviously. Um, but the one I'm talking about here, it's a shout out to our friends at Killington because I found out about this one. This one didn't come to, again, good and bad movies. I don't believe in that. People are like, that movie sucked. What sucked about it? You find out they have no idea. They just didn't like it. You can like a movie that's not well made. Ask Tommy Wiseau about that. 
you can hate a movie that's incredibly well made and people love uh, you know other people. Titanic. I don't like it. What can I say? Yo, Cameron is great. I know that, but it's not my thing. Actually, Avatar wasn't my thing either. Actually, is Cameron really that good? Of course he is. Terminator 84. Now, this film that I'm going to show you um, was filmed at Killington and not um, a fake out. Um, like, uh, what was that movie? Um, Sean Hattesey, I think. The one where they were stuck on the damn Frozen. Where they were stuck on the, the 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 chair overnight for a couple of nights, that was not actually filmed in Massachusetts. That was filmed in Utah. Um, took place in Massachusetts. Filmed in Utah. This one was not only filmed at Killington, it was took place at Killington. The Vermont State Police were in it. Rutland Police were in it. Uh, <laughs> the mountain was in it. You recognize everything. I talking to you about Icebreaker. Icebreaker had the potential to be amazing absolutely amazing why did it have the potential was it because it was filmed in vermont no i learned about this movie at around the same time as the first lord of the rings film came out um sean astin was obviously in that if you are nerdy enough to know that and if you are nerdy enough to know that you know who bruce campbell is and if you're into film you know who stacy keach is so right after that um lord of the rings came out i says you know I can't think of anything that Sean Astin has done since the Goonies. Hmm. What else has he done? There's obviously other things I just couldn't remember. IMDb, look it up. Icebreaker. He and Bruce Campbell in the same film, an action, an action film. This isn't comedy like Ski Patrol. It's an action movie um, with Killington Ski Patrol in it. But Sean Astin is the patroller. And you can see on the cover, he's holding a gun, which he really doesn't. Like, it's not that much of an action-packed movie. It's an action-packed crime thriller. And it really shows to go you, goes to show you that some ski films, like, I enjoy it. It's not well-made. Bruce Campbell has done better performances. Sean Astin has had better performances. Stacey Keach has had better performances. Um, the story was kind of hokey, but whatever. I, uh, that Rudy, exactly. But I was, look, I was thinking of more than just Rudy. Like, what else had he done at the time? And, uh, I saw this. I saw that quite by accident and saw it was a killing test. Like, had to see it. Um, rented it when Netflix still mailed you DVDs. Remember those days? That's how long ago that was. And, uh, I think they still do it, but who, who the hell uses that service anymore? In fact, I just found a DVD I did not send back to Netflix. Found it in a box. Think I'm sending it back? Totally not doing it. Toy Soldiers. See that? Dude, you have a better, much better recall than I do, though. Like, there's days I can recall every last thing that's ever happened to me in life. There's days I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing. Um, Like, I was just going through people in Ski Patrol a little while ago saying, this person did that, that person did this. Um, And uh, and, and, uh, I I, I can't do it with everything anymore. Um, But anyway... So Icebreaker at Killington, I don't know if anybody's still there remembers it, if there is anybody still there who remembers it. I would love to know. Never thought to ask um, when we had been up there and over there. I think I might ask. Um, God, I, I, I almost wish there was someone we could call right now and say, hey, you remember this? Tell us a story. But we're not going to do that because we're going to keep talking about movies. And the thing is, here's the thing. The ski movie genre, such as it is, because it, it, and again, 
because they are fiction, it's movies that involve skiing, snowboarding, snow sports, and are part of other genres. Obviously, Icebreakers, an action film, Hot Dog, Better Off Dead, Out Cold. Um, those are all comedies. Aspen Extreme is like a romantic drama um, and a drug drama. Remember, Dexter Rutecki, man, he got fucked up by the end of that movie. If you hadn't seen it, it's it's not sad, but it's like, dude, holy shit. Um, but, the, you know, they're really... They, I don't feel like people work hard at them, you know, and not that anybody, that's a, that's a messed up thing to say. I shouldn't say that either. Um, really what it is, is, you know, it, it seems like, well, out cold had a budget, better off dead had a budget. Here's the funny thing about better off dead though. John Cusack hated the movie. He hated it. He hated it so much. The only reason he did, um, he did one crazy summer directed, written by the same writer and director, Savage Steve Holland. He only did it because he was contracted to. He would have quit if he could have. He hated it. Fucking classic. Actually, someone asked me, uh, not recently, months ago, probably about a year ago, is Better Off Dead a ski movie? I said, yeah. It's got enough to do with it. You know, why not? Why not be a ski movie? I say if it has to, even a little bit to do with it, then it's a ski movie. Um, actually, no, that's true. I'm going with it. I'm going to go with that. So there's Icebreaker, you know, and, and I like that shit. You know why I like that shit is because I get a kick out of being places because he's a dick. Some people have said that. You're not the first one to say that. And he's actually the star of one of my favorite movies. You ever seen the movie Serendipity with him and Jeremy Piven and Kate Beckinsale? It's one of my favorite, all-time all favorite movies. Love that film. Incredible film. I've heard Cusack can be a dick. Um, but that's okay. I don't mind what you do in your personal life has nothing to do with me until you do it to me personally. And then all bets are off. I fuck you up. It's okay. Um, so anyway, I like knowing, I like when I'm in a place where a movie has been filmed, but like more obscure places, like I've been to New York city. How many times we've all been to New York city. I'm sure it doesn't feel the same because it's New York, but you know, me and Trav and Bridget all went to a high school where the movie funny farm with Chevy chase was filmed. The, you know, the town Redbud, we went to high school there. Like, that's where we went to school. Um, so that's kind of neat for me. So I like Icebreaker anyway. If you can if you can get your hands on a copy, this might be one of the only copies still in existence. I don't know if it's even possible to get on Blu-ray. If it is, I will have it and get rid of this one because, well, this one has some problems. I was watching it actually just recently and it started skipping and stuff. And that could have been my PlayStation playing it back just as bad. But it's whatever. But, speaking of which, now, places where they're filmed. Now, I, you know, Icebreaker filmed at Killington, took place at Killington. Um, the movie Frozen, not Elsa and the fucking snowman and all that shit, took place in Massachusetts, filmed in Utah. That's fine, too. Let's talk about Better Off Dead. For places where it was filmed. If you are a Twitter head, which some of us are, do you follow, what is it, Mount Brody? Mount Brody. They run a whole bit. And some people don't realize that Mount Brody, though, <laughs> better off deads. Yep, there it is. Mount Brody isn't real. I hate to break that to you. I feel like I'm telling, if you didn't know, I feel like I'm telling you Santa Claus isn't real. Um, Better Off Dead was filmed for the most part at Snowbird in Utah. That's where it was filmed. But there's a whole bit on Twitter 
the Mel Brody page, man. Tell me. I know most of you. I know Rob follows it, and they, I think they follow him back, actually. And they, I follow them, and they follow me back. And the bit is still alive. Mel Brody, see? And uh, the bit is still alive. Since 1985, it's still alive. If I ever mentioned... Is it ever actually mentioned by name as Mel Brody in a movie? And you see, it's not. I don't think. I don't know. And I've never... I've never actually looked it up. And I've never paid attention while I was watching the movie. I just get into the goofy-ass movie. And um, I don't remember... Excuse me, if it's actually called Mal Brody in the movie. But I would assume it had to have been referenced somewhere or their bit wouldn't work. Like, the bit wouldn't work. The the Twitter bit wouldn't work. The social media bit, their merch sh- store, which is actually what it is, a merch shop. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it, their bit wouldn't work if it wasn't referenced somewhere. So it has to be referenced at least once. I want to think, I would like to, I think he does mention the mountain at least once. But I don't remember what it is because it's a one-time throwaway line at some point where he's talking to his dad. Um, I think, yeah, in fact, I think that's exactly what it is. In fact, here's where I think it is, the mention of the mountain. Um, Charles Emerson Winchester III, his father in in the movie, it's not his character name in that, it's his character name in MASH, um, says something, he's talking to him about the Camaro being in the front yard, he said he's got to go. He's got to go pick up Beth. They're going blah, 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 blah. Um, I, I think that's where it's referenced. It's very early in the movie. Again, I don't know. I really don't. I can't remember. But it was filmed at Snowbird in Utah, so there's that. Other ones I can't remember offhand. Was Aspen Extreme actually filmed in Aspen? I don't think so. Was Out Cold actually filmed in um, Alaska? I don't remember. Was Chalet Girl? Actually filmed in the Alps. I don't remember. Um, Chalet Girl, if that's one you've never seen, it's a little little snowboarder um, romantic comedy um, starring Felicity Jones. Um, I believe it was Felicity Jones. Trav, she was Jin Erso, right? Felicity Jones, you know I biff this every time. Even though I'm head over heels for that chick, I love her. I love her. Um... But from Rogue One, someone, someone, uh, my phone's on the other side of the room, so I, I, I can't just go to IMDb. Someone confirm Felicity Jones. Um, um, Ed Westwick is in that movie. Um, yes, Bridget's got it. Um, who else was in Chalet Girl? I don't know. Tara Dakitas was in it, and I think that's what actually grabbed my attention. It wasn't Felicity Jones, um, although it should have been. Um, Storting Nasal Spray. I would never snort nasal spray like Charles DeMar. Uh, <laughs> I That stuff sucks. Um, but, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. Because Bridget's here, and she's been asking for this for weeks. We're going to talk. Watch, watch, watch me work. Because when the creativity hits, man, I got to let it go. Watch me work on this. So, mm, I need a drink, baby. Um, oh, that's right. Charles DeMar just said, Nate snorts nasal spray. Do you, can, do you know where I can score some? That's right. I was wrong. You're right. Ricky did snort it. Next door neighbor. Um, uh, so anyway, this one's for you, Bridge. I'm going to do this. So Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones played um, Jyn Erso in the Star Wars Rogue One film in Star Wars. 
There was a place where there should have been skiing, but there wasn't. Why should there have been skiing in it? We're going to go back to Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back uh, at the beginning of the film was on the planet of Hoth. It was in the Hoth system. Um, all snow, all ice, all North Pole, all Arctic. Filmed in Poland, I believe. Um, but why was there not skiing in there but a lot of snow? They had the snow troopers and the rebels were all dressed up for the for it. Why didn't they have it? And I'll tell you why they didn't have it. Because only I... um. Only I, only I would have thought this far ahead. Um, well, actually, because you don't even have to do it. What it comes down to is this. We know that there is mountain combat out there. And even in science fiction, though being fiction, you still have to stick to real life a little bit. So if you're fighting or may fight tactically, if you may fight on snow, you're going to need people who can move on it. And yeah, I know they had at-ats. And, and I know they have the small chicken walkers and whatever, but if we're all still talking better off dead, I'll come back to better off dead. Let me get this thought out. Um, you know, you have all this stuff, but why, why did the rebels not have ski troopers or why did the empire not have ski troopers? Why did they not have it? Tell you why, because you didn't need it. Um, to add that would have actually been bad writing. And I know a little something about bad writing. I've done it from time to time, and um, I could pick it out in a heartbeat. Um, I want to talk Star Wars. That's why those last three movies weren't so good. So I, I just brought it around a little bit. It only lasted for about a minute or so. But I brought <laughs> Star Wars into ski movies because Felicity Jones, also in Star Wars, was in a ski film. Um, Hoth was too damn flat. For downhill, yes. But they could have they could have fought cross country style. The the mountain soldiers they're taught how to downhill and how to move on them. They got you know free heel bindings. They're taught. I know they are. Actually, me trying to tie tie Hoth into this is a bit of a stretch. Empire Strikes Back is a bit of a stretch. And I thought I could do it. And I think I did a good job with it. Kind of went off on it, but I'm getting distracted by everybody else talking about Better Off Dead. Hoth, the Battle of Hoth. Could have had those, um, could have had those type of soldiers there. Um, they didn't need them, obviously, in what was filmed. Um, you know, it was a big, large, large vehicle landing um, versus dug-in troops. So there you go. You know, it didn't really, he didn't really need them. There wasn't a big movement battle. If the entire movie would have been there, then you would have seen it. Um, beyond that. I got nothing for it. Um, I tried to tie it in and I failed. So we're going to move on. Let's go back to Better Off Dead. What was the Bond movie with the ski battle? I can never remember. Um, it, you know, it's funny though. That Bond film, they had tauntauns. They didn't need to ski. Listen, there, there's ways to get around in real life. and But we're still teaching soldiers how to ski in combat. Because it is a necessity. You don't always have a, a tauntaun or a tank or a snowmobile. You might have to get around on your own power. So that's it. The boss, Spy Who Loved Me. Here's the funny thing about Spy Who Loved Me. Um, sometime, I've seen that on the list, believe it or not, as ski movies. As a ski movie. But it really wasn't. As I remember, and now I'm not a, a Bond aficionado by any means. 
Um, as I remember, that sequence didn't last the longest. I, 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 I don't, I don't think it did. So should that be considered a ski movie? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think that's in the same vein as the, um, as the downhill snow gun battle in True Lies. There were skis and snowmobiles and shit going on there, but is that a ski movie? No, it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's not a ski movie. It is a spy and action movie, but it's not a ski spy and action movie. Where like Better Off Dead is a ski comedy. Hot Dog is a ski comedy. Out Cold is a ski comedy. Aspen Extreme. I have this one, Snowboard Academy. It's supposed to be a, um, it's, it's supposed to be a comedy too. I think I've never watched it. Somebody got it, you know, picked it up for me. I don't know why. Um, just for the snowboarding. It's got um, Corey Haim, Jim Varney, and Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah, I, I've never watched it. I'm scared to. I don't know if I'll like it or not because, you know, Corey Haim, he, he's lost it over the years. I don't know if he started to lose it now. And what is this, 2003? So there you go. Jim Varney, rest in peace. Brigitte Nielsen. Um, Joe Flaherty's in it, apparently. Eh, I can't really tell you much about this one. What I can tell you is eventually I'll just watch it for the fun of it. But I don't know, man. I feel like comedy is what skiing is used the most as um, for a you for the backdrop of whatever other genre one might be. If you're putting, you know, if if you if your movie takes place with around involving skiing, snowboarding, winter sports, etc., um, it's comedy. Look at Cool Runnings, bobsledding, you know, it was comedy, even though it was based on a true story, it was comedy, um, I just listed off those comedies, and I think the second is action, you know, if you're gonna have a ski sequence, it's gonna be an action-packed movie, you know, and like Extreme Ops, Travis brought up Extreme Ops, you know, that kind of thing. Um, the Bond films had ski sequences. Those are all action movies, spy action movies. True Lies, like I said. Um, Ryan's thrown out a few more Bond films. Again, not a Bond aficionado at all. Um, it kind of takes away some of my movie nerd credibility. Um, for as many films as I have seen of different genres, from different time periods, from different countries, um, for as much... Um, for as much uh, uh, a study as I've done in filmmaking, though only successfully fil finishing filming one thing myself, and in the end, it didn't come out that great. I have to admit it. Um, I liked what we did, but it just wasn't... You could tell it was the very first thing I ever successfully shot and filmed um, to completion. Um, but... You know, not knowing Bond movies kind of takes away, even though I know all that stuff, it, it, it takes away from my credibility. Um, but Ryan threw out a couple more. And Eddie the Eagle, another documentary, I believe. That's a doc based on a true story, right? Not really a documentary, but based on a true story. Uh, Ski Jumper. Um, right? That's the one, right? I'm telling you, the mind's not what it used to be. Um, but based on a true story, there's not many. Um of any subgenre that for that matter, it usually it feels like to me it goes to comedy most based on a true story. Ah, ha, ha. Maybe the mind isn't as far gone as I thought. So 
it's going to go, go to comedy. That's what you're going to see. Um, even that thing that came out, what was it? Does it come out last year, that Will Ferrell thing with the avalanche and whatnot? It was like an American remake of a French film, I think. And I guess they were trying to be funny. I don't know. I saw when it when it was announced. In fact, I think I even went with the announcement on, on this. Um, what we got here? The ski jumper that just barely made it off the ramp at the Olympics. Uh, the added rules to keep people who suck at it after that. <laughs> And that's really what the rules are about, is to keep people who just aren't quite on par um, out of there. Which is fine. You know, that's competition for you. Um, downhill is the... Okay, so that was it. Okay, I was thinking it was something else. See? Yeah, I'm not... The, maybe the Brian... Is it going or is it not? Or is Tim just thinking too much at one time and he can't keep it all straight in his head? It's all possible here at Ski Rex Media which is also possible since we're up to about seven folks. Please click the like button if you haven't yet. If you are enjoying tonight's program, also subscribe. If you haven't done that, hit the subscribe button, and then you can also uh, hit the old um, hit the old uh, notification bell so you know when it's coming up. Um, okay, so there's a short on YouTube called Dream Job by Katie Burrell. It's hilarious. Have not seen that one, but I do like short films. I do like the short film format. But again, comedy. I'm thinking ski movies are, again, movies based around skiing. Not necessarily a ski movie, but movies based around skiing, like Better Off Dead, like Out Cold, like Hot Dog. Mostly comedies, second action, third horror, because really how many ski horror films do you see other than Frozen, which I saw, and it wasn't a great film. I didn't really like it, um, and I could pick it apart and tell you maybe why it's not great, too. But I didn't really like it, but people liked it. I think that was Sean Hattesey. Um was that Hattesey? I can't remember. No, it wasn't. It was someone else. Um, and then it, um, you have like Avalanche Sharks. Didn't see it. Took place at Mammoth. I think it was even filmed at Mammoth. So there you go. Shout out California. Um, what else for horror flicks? There's a new one. There's a new skiing, a new backcountry slasher flick coming out. Did you guys see that? Go to SkiRexMedia.com. Scroll down a little bit through um, some of the stuff. Some of the uh, more recent posts, you'll see the trailer in there. I wish I could remember what it's called. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Um, but, but yeah, they, they, they've they done it. Slasher film. Couple goes out, you know, loving couple, heads up the hill, going to do some backcountry. Locals, local people working at the uh, resort, cabin, wherever they're staying. Take, Don't go in this area. You'll regret it. And they're like, dude, that's the only reason we came was to go in this area. And then hijinks ensue. You know, it kind of looks like the type of thing that that if Rob Zombie would have done it, it at least would have been more colorful. Um, you know, it's on those vein. It's on the same vein of slasher film as things like, you know, the three Rob Zombie films. The, the um, what else offhand? Not like, not like, uh, 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 not like you know, Freddy, Jason, Mike Myers, things like this. Like, I think it's probably a real person. But then again, who knows? It could be a supernatural person, too. I don't know. Um, people are already taking shots at it, saying it's kind of goofy, a little silly. Nobody should see it. And I'm like, dude, it's not even out yet. Never base a movie on its trailer, which even I do from time to time. But I will get around to seeing things. Like, I'm not impressed with the new Bill and Ted trailer either. But I'll watch it because it's Bill and Ted. And it's kind of, I'm kind of required to. Like, uh, I'm part of that group of people. You know, rock and roll in the movie. Bill and Ted, Keanu Reeves. I mean, come on now. 
Has John Wick ever fought on skis? I don't know. I didn't see the second two. Um, excuse me, I almost drowned on my sip of water. How terrible would that have been? Scooter is here. What's up, Scooter? We're talking films. Throw one out. We've talked about a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of better off dead, some Bond stuff. Throw out a ski film, a ski or snowboard film. Ski Patrol is what actually got me in, was one of the things that kept me into skiing and snowboarding. No for John Wick, but he offs him if he did. Well, I th Keanu Reeves said he'll do John Wick until he dies. Not John Wick. He'll say he'll keep doing John Wick for as long as Keanu Reeves lives. So you never know. John Wick 4 on the mountain could happen. Who knows? Um, after he's done making the fourth Matrix. Oh, my God. Blizzard of Oz. We're not talking about those. Uh, Sorry, Scooter. We're talking about fiction stuff, baby. Fiction stuff tonight. We're not doing uh, nonfiction ones tonight. Um. Blizzard of Oz. Like I said, I have Playground right here. I have a couple more digital Warren Miller films. Uh, again, digital, um, like Storm and something else. I have a level one, um, I, level one's eye trip. I have that um, on digital as well because it's um, just the easiest way to get their stuff. Um, Blizzard of Oz, one of the older ones. Glenn Plake, the Deloriers, I believe, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. Delorier's from not far from around here. Fair family's still over there, Bolton. Um, no, we're talking uh, fiction, fictional tale. If you can hear me, please let me know you can still hear me. Or if the feed has died. Tell me it hasn't died. Everything's still running on my end, or so it would seem. Oh, it's moving again, and we lost a viewer. Who did we lose? What happened? Is everybody out there? All right. I think everybody's out there. I'm st I'm moving again. I can see myself moving again. Can you all see me moving again? I hope so. Maybe. Hear you. Beautiful. It's back. All right. So it did die for a minute. That's balls. We're going to have to try and find that and cut it out. It's about an hour in. I'll remember that. Um, Woohoo! <laughs> I left and came back. All right. We're all back. Okay. So stream is back on. I'm still here with you. If it ever dies, you will know uh, for good because um, I will, you know, be able to use the phone and say, hey, everybody fucking stream died, like died, died. So, but it's not totally dead yet. Um, Frozen. Which Frozen are you talking about? Are you talking about Disney or are you talking about the lift chair? I'm sure you're talking about the lift chair. Um, the movie Frozen. No. <laughs> yeah, not the Frozen stream. That's weird. Has that happened before? And I don't know how to correct it other than jumping out and jumping back in um, and then doing two streams in one night, technically. Um, the ski lift frozen. So, all right. So we've, we've referenced that a couple times. I think you can watch it for free somewhere. Um, well, you can watch anything for free if you work at it. But um, I where was it? Was it on? Was it part of YouTube's thing? That might have been what it was. YouTube's... Um, you know, you can rent movie, you can rent movies from YouTube, and they were showing it for free with ads at one point. They might still be. I don't know. It's not the most popular movie, so I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, um, it's still for free with ads. The thing about Frozen, here's what got to me about Frozen. Now, Frozen, I thought was a great idea. Again, I feel like most ski-related movies are comedies, so if we're going to do horror or at least suspense in that one, that was more suspense than horror. Um you know, if we're going to do it, let's do it. You know, let, let's do it. And again, 
horror doesn't necessarily... Avalanche Sharks would be put in as horror. It's more campy B-movie stuff. But that's okay. I like the B-movies. I'm fine with them. Um, just be Again, just because a movie could be technically bad doesn't mean you can't like it. I like a lot of those old B-movies. Anyway, Avalanche Sharks is an old... Anyway, Frozen. Pardon, pardon me. The thing that got with me about Frozen, I think, was that being in the industry for so long, seeing so many last chair checks, so many patrol sweeps and everything, it's like that is such an unlikely event. And again, I know it's fiction, but even fiction has to have some hand in the real world. It's like, God, what are the chances of that happening? And then what are the chances of it happening to the point where they couldn't get down? I don't know. I don't know if it's ever actually happened, but it kind of took me out of it, uh, knowing that the chances are low. And that's someone who watches Star Wars, you know? But the thing is, <laughs> it was a dumb movie. It had potential, though. It had potential because it was something you don't see every day. You don't see suspense at the ski mountain. You see ha-has at the ski mountain. You see gunfights at the ski mountain. And you see, you know, uh, couples at the ski mountain. All three things you can see every day at every, any given ski mountain. Maybe not the gunplay part. There's no real action involved. But other action movies where, you know, there's freestylers and stuff like this. And the big mountain backcountry guys. Um, it happened to Killington a few years ago. Well, there you go. Someone getting stuck on a chair overnight. So it is possible. It is possible, and I, uh, I, I will, I will absolutely say it is possible. But um, the wolves eating the dude was a bit much. That is another thing that took me out of it because it did take place in Massachusetts, and there ain't a wolf anywhere around here. And I know it. I some people have said, "Are you sure it took place in Massachusetts?" Like I'm absolutely sure it took place in Mass in Massachusetts. I know it wasn't filmed there, but I know that's where it took place. And it's like, there are no wolves in Massachusetts. There's coyotes, maybe, but, you know, maybe. Like, I I don't know how far north they push. And you don't see them often when you do here in the east. Like, they are, you know, they're scarce. And they did, man. My man went down and he got fucked up and the, the dogs ate him. The wolves ate him. Um, I will say, though, it did have some pretty gross, gory shit in it. Um, spoilers, by the way. I should have done that in the first minute. Spoilers. At one point, if you haven't seen this thing, um, they're, so they're stuck on the chairlift overnight and someone has their gloves off and they're holding it and their hands, you know, kind of like the kid in, in a Christmas story, his tongue stuck to the bar. The, the, the girl, I think it was the girl in the story. Um, oh, way to spoil it. You've seen it. And I know at least you've seen it. You're fine. We can spoil it. This doesn't actually spoil it. What? Because they show they show this in the trailer, actually. So, um, and if it's in the trailer, it doesn't count as a spoil. So anyway, they try to pull their hands off, and it's all pulling away. It's all fucked up and gory and bloody and sick. It's kind of neat for that. It does have some neat gore in it. Um, not that I'm a big gore fan, but that shit was kind of that was kind of legit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, and they and they were very real. Dude tries to use the um tries to use the lift line and his hands get all fucked up. And another they just took some hands out in this movie. Hands were not safe in this movie at all. Um, but yes, I found it to be a little goofy for a suspense film. 
I did watch it. It, it. You know, the ending was what it was. It was fine. Um, the wolves, I'll agree, were a bit much. All in all, I didn't like it. If you want to talk good or bad, I could pick it apart and, you know, from the idea of, you know, as an amateur filmmaker, a very amateur one. But I, I know, I know I've read up and studied a little bit of filmmaking. I am a bit of filmmaking. I, I could talk about it. Um, but I, I just wasn't a fan, you know, and I, I think I think the movies that are centered around snow sports have trouble being well made. It's like they don't have real budgets like Out Cold did. It had a it had a cast, a decent sized cast. Um but not everyone does, you know? And you know, they, nobody goes out to make a bad movie, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. You know, it doesn't work out well. Maybe someone isn't as good. The Room. You know, written, directed, starring Tommy Wisu, man. You ever seen it? It's rough. Like, it's rough. It had a huge budget, and it was rough. I, I don't know. I, it's hard. I, you know, I'm, I'm, try, I'm having trouble getting the point across. I don't want to say every movie centered around skiing sucks. Because it doesn't. I like a lot of them, and some of them are well-made. But it feels like, to me, it's such a niche way to tell a story. It's such a niche story that it doesn't get the treatment it deserves. I don't know. I don't know. Could I make my own? I don't know. Like I said, I successfully filmed one short, one four-minute short, and in the end, it wasn't that great. It wasn't that great a film. We did the best we could. Um, there's other things I would do much differently. Again, some of it I could chalk up to being inexperienced, but, you know, I don't know. So could I go up and on to a, you know, a ski mountain and make a ski movie or just a winter movie? I have a movie. Travis read it. I wrote it out. He read it. It's a short. It has something to do with zombies. Not skiing, but winter and zombies. Kind of. I'm not going to spoil that one because one day I might actually get it done. We might be doing that this winter. Um, especially with the with the skiing having to be uh, done by reservation and everything. And, uh, you know, we might not get out as often as we'd like. Maybe we'll just be out filming stuff. Um, but, yeah, what would I do? I was filming, you know, I, was, I wasn't filming. I was thinking, I was feeling really hacky one day. Really hacky. Like, this is hack. Like, this is super hack. This is. And I was sitting around staring up at the ceiling, minding my own business. And I was thinking about how, you know, Shakespeare, you can remake Shakespeare all you want. It is technically public domain. All Shakespeare. The man's been dead for so long. That anything he writ, wrote, you can remake. We see it all the time. Um, you see it and you might not realize it. Um, you know, 10 Things I Hate About You was Taming of the Shrew. Not everybody knows that. Um, everybody does know that the West Side Story or West Side Story is um, Romeo and Juliet. People know this. The other one, not so much. I was thinking, what if... And how hacky is this? This is how I was feeling not so creative. That's why I got to the hack point. Because that's what you do. When you don't feel creative, you become a hack. You look for what someone else did and then you hack on it. That's what you do. It's what I've done in the past and I hate it. I hate when I do it. Sometimes it's all right if you are inspired by something. But if you straight hack. I was thinking of hacking Romeo and Juliet and putting on. Check this shit out. So you got Capulets and Montagues. You got Capulet, one mountain, 
Montague's other mountain in the middle ski village that connects the two. You got the boy and you got the girl and you got the fights and you can do it like Leonardo DiCaprio's and shoot each other. How cold is how cold is kind of Casablanca? <laughs> Shit kind of is. They even reference the Casablanca line. Do you remember Casablanca? It kind of is. And I know it's hard to be 100% original these days. You know, stories are told all the time. It's hard to not to be original or a, re a reference something. And I get that. And I've never thought about it before, but out cold, you know, kind of is. Kind of is. There's, 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 there is some, you can draw some comparisons there. Um, but yeah, I was going to hack, um, I was going to hack Romeo and Juliet. I was absolutely going to hack it and I was going to stick it on a ski mountain because the dialogue's already written. Sure, it's a bitch to follow. The Whistler versus Blackcomb, the good old days when they competed with each other. And there's your filming location right there. <laughs> See, this I could get this done. You all understand. You understand that sometimes trying to work as a creative is a pain in the ass and fucking sometimes hacky shit's going to happen. Sometimes hacky shit is gonna happen, and that's what I'm. And that's where I went. Now look, we can go double hack because now there's a place to film it. The story's already written. You just need to cast it and wardrobe it, and write in a few. You know, you don't even have to write. You know, nobody even has to ski. Like you don't even have to film new ski sequences at all. You can run that shit with B-roll. You could straight B-roll and do all the action in the village. Um, again, like the um, the one that Leonardo DiCaprio was in. I can't remember who who directed that thing, who actually put that together offhand. But John Leguizamo was in it. DiCaprio was in it. Um, who was uh, Juliet Claire Dane, I think. Um, friggin', they used guns. And they were all custom pieces, if, if you recall. For those who saw it, I haven't seen it since that one. I've seen that movie once, and it was when it came out, and I was like, yeah, not my thing, though I do like that Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, he's all right. Um, yeah, I had the whole thing. It was just in my mind, and now we, like I said, we have a, lo a location. But in my mind, I was like, God, you don't even have to film new ski sequences. You don't even really need to bring it up. Just make bring it up enough. If you bring it up enough, to say it's at it's ski families, ski village, ski mountains, love story, fights, um, dead kids at the end. It could work. It could absolutely work. But could I sleep at night knowing that I did it? Because it's hacky as fuck. And I know with something like Shakespeare, Shakespeare was written to be performed by more than one set. It wasn't written as a film, then cast as a film. And then put on film to be put up. And then someone remakes it later. And then we all say, why the hell are they remaking this again? Can't they come up with something original? No, these were written as plays. These plays were designed to be put on by different troops, different groups, different theaters, different actors. And, you know, you it's, it's, I guess in, yes, in this case, hack is in the eye of the beholder or the ear of the listener or what have you. Um, but I was going to do it. I was going to do it. I was going to do it in modern English because even I, at times, because I am way out of Shakespeare practice, haven't read a Shakespeare play since high school. 
Um, so even I'm really out of practice. Um, I thought about reading Shakespeare for everyone. Patrick Stewart does it. I was going to hang a hack off his bit. He's been reading a sonnet, one of Shakespeare's sonnets, a day, every day since they're locked down over there. Thought, if he can do it, so can I. That's not true. He's a trained, experienced Shakespearean actor and Captain Picard. All right, you want me to draw Star Trek, get drug in? One time, Wesley Crusher was skiing on the holodeck. Boom, I win. That was so stupid. That was fucking stupid. I don't know why I did that. I'll tell you why I did it, because I'm a hack, clearly. I have thought about trying to make a fiction ski movie. Thought about it. What kind of stories do I know? What kind of stories could I tell? Um, What kind of stories have I lived that would make good movies, good films? Um, I don't know if there are any, but that's okay. You know, I could try. Nothing wrong with trying. Dream Job and Where the Wild Things Play. Where the Wild Things Play. Dream Job, I'll check that out. Like you said, that's, in fact, I'll write it down, Rob, because that's how, uh, that's how nice of a guy I am. I will write it down because you said it, I will watch it. Or at least I'll put it on the list. Literally on the list. What's up, G-Move? I didn't know you were in here, man. Put that on the list. As a writer, as someone who has written on and off through my adult life and in high school, um... I'd watch a movie of your life, Ski Rex, curious about the Las Vegas chapter. The Las Vegas chapter is a very dark chapter I don't even like to talk about. No. <laughs> um, it's funny, though, Elissa, you bring that up. I didn't know if anybody would be interested, but as a, as a goof, <laughs> as a goof, I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a good time in Las Vegas. I, I, I'll tell Las Vegas stories. But they'll come after the statue story that Bridget wanted me to tell. And the statue story also has nothing to do with skiing, um, but is a good story. It's a geocaching story. Now, um, I did think about not really doing a film, not even a true documentary, just a couple of quick shorts going through the, 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 the most popular ski. There has to be a comedy there somewhere from Mount Snow employee days. Stop. Vegas was shiny. I, I love I love Las Vegas, dude. I, I love it, and I had a good time there. But there were some dark times too. There's dark. There's always good. You have to have a balance of light and dark because if you don't, then you don't have a story. Um, but that's all about you know writing. Anyway, that's just the art of writing. Um, comedy in there somewhere from the Mount Snow employee days. We got some stories that were pretty funny, but were they interesting? And would they take? I mean, they would definitely be short films, which is fine. I like the short film format i really do feature length is great um obviously but short films man i'm with it i all i think i like them in part because of the challenge it's not easy to make a short film people are like shouldn't it be easier like no because you don't have enough time to get out your story so you might not get out your story the way you should i just watched a short film a science fiction short film that was it, it, it was wicked dark and it had a wicked dark ending um, they got, they actually had the whole thing, beginning, middle, end, first, second, third act. Um, the story was good. 
Um, I then watched another short film that, you know, it's okay to use them as setups, but you still have to get to a point where it is a setup. And sometimes that doesn't always work. The one I just watched, it, it was too short. Um, they needed a little more time. They didn't have to go feature length, but a little more time to really flesh out a couple things would have been better because at that point, then you're just doing episodic television at that point if you're developing a character that far over time. So, um, in my opinion. Anyway, Alyssa said, Ski Rex life story. Ski life story. I thought about this year, again, because who knows what skiing will actually be able to do. I thought about just going around and filming a quick, you know, one-off documentary. This is where I learned. This was Mount Snow days. These were Stratton days. This was Killington days. Um, you know, wherever travel restrictions lie, um, this is Pennsylvania days. This is New York days. Um, the places I've been, the, you know, the things that I've done show you where I actually hurt my back because I, because of the karma incident from back in the day. A lot of things happened, but I just want to do an overview. If anybody thinks they'd be interested to see what I can come up with in that and telling the story, and just quick, short, not necessarily documentary, but close. If anybody's interested in that, let me know. Let me know in the live chat or in the comments if you're watching the replay or through one of the many ways to contact Ski Rex Media, hashtag shameless plug over here, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as Discord. Um, now, contact Ski Rex Media. Tell me what you want to see and what you want to hear. Um, there's two votes for it right there. So at some point I will be out, you know, doing some filming. Um, so that's what I'll be doing about the old life and times of Ski Rex Media. Thought about writing a book. Thought about writing a, just a short, like, novella style or uh, novella length um, uh, uh, biography, ski biography. The, ski, the story of Ski Rex Media, a ski career you've never heard of. I also had the idea of a children's book, believe it or not, um, which I might, may or may not do. I don't know. I haven't decided on that yet. But I have thought about, like I said, I had the hacky idea to do the Romeo and Juliet thing. And I could actually probably short, shrink that down. There's a lot of fodder in there you can get rid of. The one time an editor it does make sense. Um, in that type of filmmaking, I think, um, get rid of some of that stuff in there. Some of that filler and fodder, um, thought about that. Like I said, I had the winter zombie thing going on. Travis has read that we might do that. That might be fun. Um, you never know. Ski Rex media. While you would figure if I was going to add a film component to Ski Rex media beyond these videos here, like the, the opera party or the, um, video version of the podcast and whatnot. Um, you would think it would be more along the lines of the Warren Miller stuff. Maybe not on his level, obviously. He was the originator at the top, or Eric Pollard, um, one of my other favorite um, ski filmmakers. Um, probably my favorite ski filmmaker, Eric Pollard. Um, you know, you'd think I would make something like that, nonfiction. Um, but you got to be careful it's hard to be creative in those because a lot of those are just jump 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 someone says something jump 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 
bit with beer drinking, jump, jump, jump. Like you got to be careful making those because it is not, not to say that's bad, but it is a trap you can fall in and it might kill one's creativity and that's not good. Um, so it's not always easy to make those films. Um, but then there are those who are very good at making films like that. And you, it doesn't feel like just a jump, jump, jump thing, you know, um, you would think Ski Rex Media would put out something like that, but I'm more willing to go fiction, man. Stories. Tell stories. I love telling stories. Isn't it obvious I come out here every week and talk for an hour, hour and a half? Just do Dune in the Snow. Okay. <laughs> I are Dune Cat. I controls the spice. So here's what you do with Dune. Actually... Real quick, just to shamelessly plug myself, I am working on a science fiction ski story that's going to be written, not filmed, because to do it filmed, we would need a, a not a super huge budget, but we would need a budget, where if I write, it's just rewriting. Now, and that will be out probably before the end of the year as a, again, novella length, short. At least the first part of it will be, it'll probably only be like a quarter on Amazon for the ebook. Anyway. Um, to do Dune, <laughs> you'll finance it. I would love for you to finance that, but to do it right would need, um, definitely need makeup effects artists, digital and 3d artists, um, more camera equipment, a sound studio. It would be thousands upon thousands of dollars. And I'm not talking like big budget million, four million, twenty million, fifty million, but it would probably be close to a hundred K minimum. Minimum hundred K. Um and that's, you know, yeah. <laughs> like if it was something simple, like, well, all right, well, now let me think about this. Um necessity is the mother of invention and with a little creativity, one might not need all of that. One might just need. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to get robbed to finance a, 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 a feature film or even a short film. Unless if I were to write it, could I write it where it would be all green screen? And then that takes all the cost out of it where you still might need an artist you would do it with basically Matt, um, M-A-T-T-E's. Uh, no one said it had to be good. Shitty Dune movies. I love the first Dune. I love the first Dune. The original Dune um, was not a fan of the remake, did not watch the sequel to the remake, and who knows where the newest remake is going. It should be out next year, I think. Or is it this year? I forget. New Dune comes out this year or next year. Um if you're interested, um, sci-fi fan right here. So absolutely interested. Um, but the David Lynch dude, I can't, I can't deny that film, man. That film was awesome. Um, but to do it. And again, this wasn't the one that Rob's going to finance. Um, the one Rob's going to finance is a whole other thing. Um, I, I also have the original on DVD, Ryan, and the miniseries, the first one, like, it wasn't terrible, but I still, I, I personally prefer the film, and it was, like I said, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't enough for me to go watch the Children of Dune miniseries, the sequel, um, that I, so I don't really even know how they handled it, but 
um, the one that Rob was going to finance, um, who might finance, that could be done cheaply. Now that I think about it, it could be done. Um, are we still going to ask you to finance it? Probably not, because it would still probably be a couple grand. Um, I would actually have to price it out. You got me thinking now, um, but you got me thinking now, but I, 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 I don't know. I might just leave it as a novella, a short novella. But now you got me thinking. Maybe I'll, maybe instead of writing it as a novella, maybe I'll screenplay it and script it. Um, I'm a better screenwriter anyway, I think, than an actual, you know, novel writer. But anyway, um, all that doing in the snow. That's where I was going. That's where I was going with that. Um, oh, Rob, you have equipment that already cuts down on cost. Um, and editing software. I, I have editing software. <laughs> so we're good on that. See, we've already cut the budget down. We have edit between us. We got editing software and gear. Like, man, we've already cut the budget down. Now we just have to hire shitty actors, a couple of producers. I mean, that's just friends. I have a, a couple of artist friends. We could do this. I don't know. We'll see. I hadn't considered doing it as a as a film. Um, it might be fun. And it wouldn't even be a film, actually. It would be better as an episodic program, like a television program, maybe a half hour, 40 minutes run times. Um half hour, 40 minute run times, that story would actually be better that way um, than an actual like even short film or feature length film. Um, it would be better as a as an episodic program. But anyway, Dune in the Snow. Dune in the Snow is actually be so easy to do um, because it's you don't have to change anything. You honestly don't have to change anything except Arrakis becomes Hoth and that's it. And you can do the the worms, the big, the, the, the big, you know, the big worms because shit, the last Tremors did the worms in the Arctic. If you've never, ever seen Tremors one, two, three, four, five or six, I've seen all but four. The no, the fourth one I have seen five out of six movies. Um, I love Tremors. They are B style movies. If you've never seen them, Kevin Bacon was in the original one and it had a TV series. Um, Michael Gross, I think is the only person who was in all six. Um, but man, they did it. They did the graboids in the Arctic. So if they could, and I have a whole theory, a nerdy fan theory, as it were about how the Tremors movies are just Dune prequels that the graboids are on earth and then earth becomes Arrakis and it's a whole thing. Um, it's actually kind of a cool, uh, I kind of like that. Uh, IGT guy, scientist, and a supply chain guy walk into a bar. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to finish that joke and couldn't, got nothing. But anyway, so Dune, anyway, in Dune in the Snow would be very easy to do because you just have to turn Arrakis into Hoth, um, change the color of the worms for, to a more um, wintry thing. Um, uh, the Fremen... Instead of, you know, the Fremen's uh, suits would be geared more towards winter than desert. It'd be very easy to do. Um, Specs so easy. That would be hacky as fuck. <laughs> to do just like the main story of Dune. To take it beyond that. Like, as long as it took place on Arrakis or now snow-covered Arrakis, you could do it. Um... 
that well no you could do all the other stories too because it really wouldn't matter um if you do the house of trades stories i think they 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 take place on caliban and it's just like you know you can just do it <laughs> like all right so dune in the snow is possible and overly hacky i won't do it um i could do it but i'm not gonna do it i might do it that's now that's just that seems so awesome to me now <laughs> like i think it would be kind of awesome maybe we will do that one too um except dune is still very much copywritten and you have to get the rights to it, and that's a lot of fucking money. That's a lot of money when you want to remake something like that. Um, it could be fun though. It could be fun. Um, well, we'll see. My 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 little sci-fi story is definitely not on the level of Dune. Um, it is definitely not a sci-fi masterpiece. And again, like I said, it will be more episodic. It's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to write it in novella length, like little books, because they're going to be not quite short stories, maybe a little longer, but episodic. More like an episode of Star Trek or The Orville or uh, Stranger Things. Other science fiction programs. I don't know. It'd be worth it, I think. Ski Rex Media presents this. Not in book form, but filmed form. Um, but now we definitely got a few things to think about. We got the Dune remake in the snow. We got the unnamed uh, Rob financed uh, film. We got the uh, we we got the Romeo and Juliet, um, which again that could actually be cheap because you don't have to film anything but the village parts. The rest can be just B roll, um, wonderful thing, and sneak it in there. And you can even make it longer than you have to. Just be careful um, with what you put in it. Don't want to get in trouble. You know, those standards and practices, guys, they're on everybody right now. Um, so you got to be careful with that as well. I don't know. There could be Ski Rex Media Film Production Studio going into effect. I don't know what I can tell you. And then watch Dream Job on YouTube. I will watch Dream Job on YouTube. Um, not tonight, because here in a little bit, I'm going to go back out and see if I can get better moon photos or find the remnants of that comet if it's still out there. And I'm not going to be a chicken about it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try, but I am a chicken. Um, so what do you say? I think we can. Uh, I think we can end on that. We're hitting our hour and a half mark. What do you think, everybody? Did you enjoy the program? Was it any good? Not so good. I don't know. What I do know is support ski film because if you enjoy the fiction ski films, stuff like snowboard academy if you've seen it like i said i haven't i haven't watched it but better off dead a classic that we've all seen icebreaker you've never heard of it and this is part of that hot dog out cold aspen extreme i, I do like aspen extreme actually i really like that movie you know we can support these fiction films and then we might see them more often and maybe they'll actually get better like i said that movie downhill that ryan said we shouldn't talk about it probably right because no one else did i it came out and nobody cared and they can't blame it on covid19 um people are sick of uh will ferrell i watched dream job tonight going to bed in like four minutes yeah i'm running out tonight so if i watch it's because i stayed up late um but you said it's a short so that's probably something we can do tonight robert so if you all are good i'm good for the night i hope you enjoyed it uh, thank you for joining me and talking about movies. 
Um, it wasn't quite the topic I thought it was going to be, but we talked about some stuff, and that's fine. As long as you all had fun and enjoyed it and were entertained, I thank you for watching. I thank you for hitting the like button. Please do so if you haven't yet. It is possible on your television. You just have to know how to bring up that screen on your remote. On the PlayStation um, 3, I found out all I got to do is click the down button, and then it pops up, and then you can see the little thumbs up icon, and you can hit it. Um... Or if you're watching, that's if you're watching on your television. That all depends on which device you're using. Like I say, I have a PlayStation 3. Some people have PlayStation 4 or an Xbox. Some people have a Raspberry Pi-driven um, media center. Other people are just watching on their phones and or tablets and or computers. Um, so hit the like button if you're able to. Subscribe if you haven't, please. I appreciate that. Um, keep watching for um, the... Uh, regular recorded version of the Skier X Media Podcast. Again, all the links are down in the description for iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, all that that comes out on Wednesday mornings. Um, check out the merch shop. Like I said, we now have masks if you missed it. A lot of people are building up the mask collections because um, the mask orders are coming out every which way. Like I said, next Saturday, August 1st, Vermont starts its mask, uh, mask um, orders and you got to wear a mask anytime you're in public around people. Um, uh, so check that out in the merch shop link down in the description, Patreon. If you like the program and want to support it that way, um, I, I've started, I put something behind the pain wall the other day, some behind the scenes, a couple behind the scenes pictures behind the paywall. If you want to see that stuff, go ahead into the, uh, Patreon site. Again, it's right there on the screen link in the description, um, starts at a buck, but you can throw in whatever amount you want. Um, Rob, Tech Rob, number one hype man and fan. He's part of the Patreon uh, group. Um, my contact over at Whaleback, she's a patron. My mom is a patron um, on Patreon. And, you know, it has all, you know, you get a couple things. Um, you're in the credits for each of these videos, um, podcast type videos. You will, you know, you have um, access to the behind the scenes and other stuff like that. And you get immortality on the Ski Rex Media Wall of Fame. All of it's in there. You can check all that out. Like I said, follow me on one of or all of the um, social media platforms if you choose. There are a few people who do one. There's a do, some who do two and some who do all three. Um, so there is that. Plus the new Discord server, which is not linked in the description yet. I just realized I haven't done it. But if you go to skirexmedia.com, I, I talked about it today. So you can find that. It's another place to chat. I know we all have ski chats that we're already in, but... That's another one that'll hopefully bring all of the social media platforms together. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. I like this one because I like to talk about movies. It didn't come out exactly as I planned, but you know what? We'll try. Maybe we'll try again when we talk about the nonfiction movies. Um, I have to brush up on some history for that one, though, because there's a few of those I haven't seen in a long time. All right. Thank you, everybody. I do appreciate it, and I will see you on the next one or during the week or whenever I will talk to you. Okay? Later. And there you have it, everyone. An old live stream becomes a new podcast. If you're new to the program, thank you for joining us. We don't always recycle bits, just so you know. We have a brand new episode planned for next week. Don't forget to subscribe or follow on your favourite podcasting app. You can find us on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon and so many other places, including YouTube. Please rate the programme if your app of choice allows it. We've had five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Check out Ski Rex Media on our website at skirexmedia.com where you can also find links for our partners. 
Whaleback Mountain and St. Custom Skis and Snowboards, as well as links to Ski Rex Media's social pages. Follow us there as well. There are just so many places to follow Ski Rex Media and we hope that you pick a few. Again, thank you for listening to the episode and we'll see you on the next one and out in the mountains. Cheers. Cheers.